Good morning, good afternoon, or good something in between. Welcome to today's episode of The Cat Season 4, Mick Ronald's Day. I'm Springer. And I'm Jen. Our music comes from audionautics.com. These burgers are like impossible, said Rascal. They're like beyond any reasonable burger type. They're not even burgers, really. They're not even meat. Well, you gotta be on your diet. You got too fat, cat. And to be convincing and real, Ronald Reagan, you've got to be slim. I don't even want to be Ronald Reagan anymore. I don't even want to work at McRonald's. That's why I quit the post for my job. I did. They tried to make me go on a diet. And that's why I quit. I don't like being on diets. If I want to be on a diet, I could just go right back home. And scampers and the horrible monster and all of that weird stuff would put me on a horrible diet just like this. Except with grapefruit, I guess. Fake burgers is better than chill out. Dude. You are so high strung for a cat. Now, the next thing that we're gonna do. But he never got around to saying what the next thing they would do was because there was a huge, loud, shrill, shrieking noise. And looking out the window, they saw a tremendous flash and then a grand crash. And when the green dust settled, what they saw across the street took Rascal's breath away. It was a giant egg. A giant plasticine structure shaped like an egg. And on the front was written, The Exit. It was slightly on an angle where it had crashed into the ground. And even then, only seconds after it had landed, miners were already flocking up to the entrance, around which were written the words, Excellent eggs, without the extra expense. The exit. What is that? said Rascal. Ah, it's an exit. It's just, you know, it's one of those crazy franchise startups. Uh, I can't believe they're just put in one of their franchises across the street from us. That's terrible news, man. Do you have any idea? It means we're not going to have any customers anymore. Why not? said Rascal. Because everybody likes that place. It's got eggs. Eggs? said Rascal, but... Why eggs? That sounds not very much. It's just one thing. I mean, we only really sell one thing, which is deep fried, but still, just eggs? I mean, eggs are good and all. Do they sell bacon to go with their eggs? No bacon, just eggs. They have quiche, but without the cheese and the crust, just the eggs. And they have hard-boiled eggs, soft-boiled eggs. They've got scrambled eggs and omelets. They've got souffle and all these kinds of things. Anything you can make eggs with. They even have little tubs of mayonnaise that are mostly just eggs. But yeah, you don't want to go there. High cholesterol. Okay, said Rascal. I won't go there. Nah, but you have to go there, said Triclops. You need to scout it out for me. Go in tonight when it's dark and the miners are gone. Okay, said Rascal. I, I could do that. Great. Okay, said Rascal. So what do we do now? Do we just can 
continue doing what we've always been doing and selling McDonald's and like you doing the weird ray gun tricks and all of that? There's no point. We're just gonna shut her up for the day. Go get yourself a nap so that you can be alert tonight when you're scouting out the exit. Okay, said Rascal. And he went back to his cot and tried to sleep, but he couldn't. Not with Triclops watching ramped videos on his phone three feet away, and with miners running to the exit and yelling and slurping eggs. It seemed like forever. And Rascal's stomach was growling because he hadn't eaten all day, not even the little chips of deep-fried dough that he'd been sneaking from the deep fryer when Triclops wasn't looking. I'm so hungry, said Rascal. Well, don't you eat any of those eggs when you go over there, said Triclops. You're just there to look. Okay, okay, said Rascal. And so, when it got dark, Rascal didn't go. When it got darker, he still didn't go. And when finally Venus was in absolute pitch blackness, Rascal slowly and carefully crept the long ten feet separating the McRonald's tent and the beautiful, tall, plasticine exit with its steps coming out. Rascal climbed up the steps, through a doorway, and into the tall, egg-shaped room inside the exit. It was strangely dark and eerie, with only dim fluorescent lights up at the very top. Quiet, smooth jazz was playing as he crept slowly, as quietly as he could. Greetings and welcome to the exit. Please may I show you to a table. A strange robot hovering with light blue eyes came over towards Rascal. I guess so, said Rascal. Come this way, said the robot, and it took him over to a small round table in the corner and gestured with one long arm towards a seat, which was unlike any seat that Rascal had ever seen before. The seat was like an egg, except the front had been hollowed out, and it was filled partially with weird padding, and the rest were just covered in hard, bluish plastic. Oh, this is pretty comfy, said Rascal. Glad I don't have a tail, though. It wouldn't really accommodate it. What would you like? said the robot. Rascal looked up at a glowing menu that seemingly had just appeared in the robot's hand. Well, said Rascal, I guess I'd want eggs benedict, and maybe a bit more than that, like maybe a, maybe a souffle to go with my eggs benedict, and I don't have any money, but like I work at McRonald's across the street and we just have like an alliance. Very good, said the robot, and zizzed away. Rascal sat waiting in the uncomfortable chair, spinning lightly around, worried and nervous as the smooth jazz played. He felt very strange and unhappy in this weird and hostile environment of the exit. <clears throat> the robot came back and deposited a tray of eggs right in front of Rascal. Enjoy your meal, it said. 
No, it's gone. Rascal picked up a hard plastic fork, the same bluish color as the plastic inside his chair, and began to pick nervously at his eggs. He really wanted to eat them, but he felt guilty. He was supposed to be on a diet. But Rascal was just too hungry. It had been nearly 30 hours since he had eaten. And there, in the exit, at 2 in the morning, he gulped down the eggs. They were really excellent eggs. The most excellent that Rascal had ever tasted. And there was no extra expense because there was no expense at all for Rascal. The robot came back the moment he'd finished. I've brought you some extras. Extra eggs, said the robot. The kitchen is closing. All the extra eggs go to the final customer, and that is you. Rascal looked at the extra eggs. It was a huge mound of extra eggs, more than ten times the size of its meal. There was chocolate egg souffle, and there were eggs benedict, more of an eggs florentine, and fried eggs, boiled eggs, all sorts of eggs. Do you have any deviled eggs? said Rascal. Sorry, said the robot. This is all we have. But Rascal was still happy, and he took a big bite of eggs, Florentine, and another big bite of poached eggs, and soon, tired and full of eggs, he stumbled out the door of the exit and back into his hammock cot in McRonald's. Now, if there's one thing you should never do on a stomach so full of eggs that it's about to burst, is to lie in a hammock and swing backward and forward and side to side and side to side and side to side. The eggs began to churn and froth in Rascal's belly, and pretty soon he began to feel very ill. Oh, said Rascal. I think I'm going to be sick. Rascal stumbled up from bed and over to the curtain wall of canvas where there was a note from Triclops. Although Rascal could barely read it through his lack of reading skill and the haze that filled his mind, he was distinctly able to tell what it said. He said that Triclops was out at the exit. If you enjoyed the cats, you may also enjoy The Wrong Town. The Wrong Town by Springer Moore, co-host of The Cats, and Marley McDonough is a chapter book for 7 to 10 year olds. Kira is just trying to get one good look at the mysterious island off the shore from her cousin's apartment in Baku, Azerbaijan, when a massive wave knocks her amusement train clean off its tracks. She soon washes up on the rocky shore of the island itself and is caught up in the bizarre succession of leaders and revolutions, which begins soon after her arrival on the tiny chunk of land known as the Wrong Town. In this hilarious story of unique characters, bad leaders, and one giant stuffed wolf, you will find out just what happens when you live on an island paved with duct tape and the only things to eat are Mountain Dew and potato chips. The Wrong Town is available in both paperback and ebook formats from Amazon.com.